Congregation may be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. If we're going to talk about Lutheran Women's Missionary League, then we have to start at the beginning. And this is where it all starts. It's the Word of God. It is the infallible, inerrant, inspired Word of God. The very breath of God. And the proper understanding and teaching of this Word is of utmost importance. And if we're going to talk about the history of the LWML or celebrate LWML, then we need to start here. Because the date was October 31st, 1817. It was the 300th anniversary of the Reformation. And in a little region of our world called Saxony, the emperor had an amazingly terrible idea. He was going to, on this 300th anniversary, force the reconciliation between the Lutherans and the Catholics. He was going to, by, by divine, I guess, providence, or through uh, his princeship, force these two entities back together to celebrate the 300th anniversary and to put this whole thing behind us. In essence, what would have to happen is the Lutherans would have to become Catholic again. Well, the Saxon Lutherans refused. They refused. They refused to, to, to give in to an, in to an errant understanding of the divine word. You see, the Lutheran understanding is God alone. God's word alone. Faith alone, through God's grace alone. So they left. They picked up everything, sold everything, and left. They emigrated to the United States. They came up through New Orleans and settled eventually in Perry County, St. Louis. They established schools. They established a seminary. Uh, this was, um, you have to realize that uh, the ladies of this new migration um, were instrumental in putting and making sure that this church stayed together. Of course, through the power of God's Word. But it wasn't long after the settlement even began. You're talking uh, the mid-1820s is when this immigration started. By 1850, the women of the LCMS had already started auxiliary gatherings where women would get together in mission. You see, the ultimate goal was always the same, and it hasn't changed. Service. Serve others. And so these auxiliaries of, of women, they were uh, loosely gathered together. Do you know where, and as the, as the church spread throughout the country, do you know where the first group of women actually were able to, to get together these auxiliaries and, and create the first regional collection of a women's auxiliary? What state? Oklahoma. 
Oklahoma was the first state where women got together in their auxiliaries. Now the Word of God is very important. And so in 1941, a committee was formed because this auxiliary of women was pretty big and had quite a bit of influence. And so a committee was put together to find out and to delve into God's Word to, to discover uh, the legitimacy of this collection of women then. The committee came and said this is a blessing from God and it is absolutely um, in, in, in agreement with Scripture. And in, and in 1942, on July 7th and 8th, the first collection of the women came together at conference in Illinois, I think it was St. Stephen Lutheran Church in Chicago, Illinois. And it was the birth of what we know as the Lutheran Women's Missionary League, 1942. Now you know this time and this era, we're in the middle of a world conflict. So it makes sense that in the middle of a world conflict, in the middle of World War II, right at its inception, we have the birth of the Lutheran Women's Missionary League that is designed for one thing, and that is to express faith through service. A collection of women who put their service to their Lord above everything else. What an amazing, an amazing organization it is a gem within our Lutheran church. I forget what pastor it was. I think it might have been one of our presidents said that it's obvious that the Lutheran Women's Missionary League is leading the church because the church always seems to be following the Lutheran Women's Missionary League. It always seems like if there's a conflict going on, LWML is on board first, doesn't it? And that makes sense when someone in a group puts service above self. That's the history of our LWML. Its foundation is rooted in the love and desire to keep God's Word pure. If you really wanted to, you could trace the Lutheran Women's Missionary League in faith all the way back to Eve when God created her to be the mother of mankind and so today we celebrate LWML, and we go to our epistle lesson, the second lesson, and the Lord there says, rejoice in the Lord always, and what can we do but rejoice when we think about all the things that LWML has done? Back at its, at its inception in the 1850s, they would help seminarians, they would clothe seminarians. They would make clothing and provide food for seminarians who were going to the seminary in St. Louis. They helped establish schools. They helped with people who had nothing. They would provide meals for people who were homeless. They would house the homeless. They started and created orphanages. And this all in the midst of an immigration, of a migration, of a creation of a new settlement in Perry County, Missouri. Sometimes, when we think about the 1940s, 
That was called the greatest generation. And properly so. And they were the greatest not because of what they were able to accomplish. No, they were the greatest because of the words of Jesus. Jesus said, if you want to be the greatest, then you become what? Servant. If you want to be the greatest, then be the servant of all. We see that. We experience that through the Lutheran Women's Missionary League. The greatest, I would say, organization within the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Why? Because they serve. Because they serve. And if you want to serve, if you want to be a part of an organization whose pure reason for existing is to serve the Lord in gladness, and to serve the church unabashedly, well, then this is the organization for you. The Lutheran Women's Missionary League. Rejoice in the Lord always? Yes. And again, Paul says, I will rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And we end every sermon this way. And now may the peace of God, which transcends our ability to understand, keep your hearts and your minds always never focused on your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.